We would like to acknowledge the Ngunnawal and Ngambri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which Wirroni is created. We pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge that the name Wirroni was taken from the Wadiwadi nation without permission and we are striving to do better for future reconciliation. Hi guys, what's up and welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience. Just kidding. It's the first episode of We're in Our Arts and Culture, the show. Um, I'm your host, Sophie Rosen. Malachi is also supposed to be here, but isn't. And it's kind of a fun mystery. Keep the ball in the air. Where is he? I don't know. Uh, another mystery. Why didn't I do any prep before this episode? Uh, so many mysteries. So exciting. Well, uh... I feel like I'm qualified to do this show because I am personally a huge fan of culture. Um, just can't get enough. And hopefully you are too. So let's get started. Uh, the last thing I watched was The Bear last night on Disney+. Plus. I finished season two. And it restored my faith in television. Lately, I've been having a bit of a crisis uh, because I'd like to go into screenwriting, hopefully, one day. Uh, except for the past couple weeks, low-key, since I saw a particular... Uh, uh, low-key, since I saw a particular movie uh, that was rather pink, I was having a bit of a crisis about whether I actually wanted to go into screenwriting. Uh, but The Bear has restored it. It's a fantastic TV show. And as I was telling my brother last night, I think it's actually beat out Succession Season 4 as my TV show of the year currently. Um, so that's my take. I think it's a fantastic show. Uh, I think the way that each character is written is just incredible. Um, they take a lot of, you know what? They take a lot of care with each of the character arcs, which I feel like in succession, they just don't. Like what happened to Greg? Feel, feels like he was important first season, does it not? Feels like he was. Um, I, I feel like com comparing this who, uh, of my favorite TV shows of the year, Succession is written really well in individual scenes and episodes. Obviously it's quite funny, but the bear, what really struck me about the bear was how cohesive it was. Um, I just felt like they took so much care to make sure all the characters had a really tight arc. And particularly, like, those last couple of episodes, everything comes together. You're like, oh, fuck, I remember that from three episodes ago. And I think it's actually quite, quite rare to find a show that takes advantage of the medium of, like, binge watching when you get to watch a season at once. I think Arrested Development is the only one, which is weird because that didn't come out when that was binge watching. Um, of a show that takes advantage of the medium of being binge watched. Like it rewards you for having just watched six hours of it previously. Arrested Development does that because they'll set something up that someone misheard five hours ago. And you're like, oh, true, I remember that. Um, and I think the bear does that really well. Yeah, well, guys, as it's week one, I was told because it's week one, there's going to be some hiccups. Um, and the main hiccup is... I'm trying to think of things to talk about. I said I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a self-proclaimed fan of culture. And yet right now I'm thinking, you know, 
well, let's see. Let's see. I didn't love Animal Farm by George Orwell, personally. So putting that out there. I mean, I don't like George Orwell in general. I think he's kind of a cunt, but particularly I didn't love Animal Farm. Just felt sad, you know? Guys, for real, I need a co-host. This is crazy. This is just... Who could host a pod? Oh, you know, well, who could host a podcast by themselves? Crazy. Robin Williams could. Probably, probably only him. But I can't do impressions. I can just do a Kermit the Frog impression, but that's private. That's private. It's not rehearsed yet. Maybe at the end of the semester I'll, I can debut it. But otherwise. <laughs> um, curious about what Malachi is. Anyway. I love that sound. Do you guys love the sound of dead air? Just nothing. It's quite peaceful. I could do that sort of podcast. Just ASMR, you know, of silence. Hmm. Well, I think particularly on the show, I'm curious about what, is and isn't culture. You know, what can I talk about that expands the definitions of culture? What isn't culture? Like, let's talk about the music at Woolies versus Coles. Um, both give me incredible anxiety. And it was only the other day that I went to Aldi and discovered Aldi doesn't play music when you shop there, by the way. So, if you're someone with ADHD or maybe a quiet suspicion they might have some autistic uh, traits, you know, but who knows? But uh, if you're someone like that, go to Aldi, dude. <laughs> if you're like in the yogurt aisle for 10 minutes trying to make one decision about what flavor of yogurt to buy, go to Aldi. Just, and honestly, the experience I had at Aldi was lovely. Um, just these tiny interactions with strangers that like will make your entire day because, you know, when it's like 11 and you're like, I actually haven't talked to anyone this whole day. Um, and I say 11, that's kind because I can have that realization at 5 p.m. But, you know, it was 11 a.m. I went there. I was literally looking at the yogurt. I'd been there for maybe 45 minutes. Uh, and this nice guy came up to me and he was like, oh, sorry. And I was like, oh, sorry. I had to move over. Awkward. And then he goes, oh, probably the same as me. Trying to choose what's for dinner tonight. I was like, what a lovely genial comment to make. That doesn't happen at Woolworths. I live in Ainsley and I have to go to the Dixon Woolworths. And I, it's a battlefield. It's a battlefield. There, there, that is not culture, the Dixon Woolworths. People will step over you to get to the almond milk. They'll crush you to get to the deli counter. Like, you know, but so Aldi. So Aldi's my... I'm championing Aldi uh, in terms of supermarket culture. And, and while we're talking about other cultures, let's talk about shoe culture at ANU. This was kind of the idea for a, a show that I thought I might pitch to Woroni that got accepted and then I got cold feet and didn't reply to the email. 
Um, and another thing about culture, can we get rid of the culture of replying to text messages on time? Like, who, who's that for? You know, because I had the realization yesterday, I was like, when was the last time I sent a text message that didn't start with like, oh, sorry, I didn't get back to this. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. So sorry, I, feel, I actually forgot to get back to this. It's fucking embarrassing. And every text I send looks like that. Well, the issue is actually is that I just have ADHD. But that is so, that's such an ableist cultural norm to respond to things on time. I miss letters. I actually send letters to my friend in Nibbin. And it's so much better than text messages. Or no, because you know what it is, because you know what it is, letters can get lost. And that's fair enough. We need to bring back email culture. Because I don't want to have to text you back. I want to send you an email with like four different points. And then a week later you reply. And then eventually we can get into a you've got mail situation. Like with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Um, yeah, text message culture, horrible. I was going to talk about something before. You uh, replying messages. Hate that for the culture, though, for real. Hate that for the culture. Oh, we were going to get into shoe culture. That was the original. Well, it wasn't shoe culture. It was ANU culture in a broader sense. And particularly what's caught my eye is Salomon's. What the fuck is going on? For real. I'm just going to let that sit there. Sorry, okay, I zoned out for two seconds. Um, what the fuck is going on with Salomon's? No, because I really have this idea of ANU culture and I think it's so interesting. Because I was in an English class two weeks ago and I saw a girl walk in. This was the first time we'd had this class. I saw her walk in and I recognized her from like two years below me in school, maybe one or two years below me in school. And I recognized her, but she looked different. Because, I mean, look, to be fair, she wasn't in school uniform. But she had been camberified. And what I mean by this is she walked in and I was like, oh, I think that's her. But she's wearing a long denim skirt and Salomon's and a Carhartt Parker over the top of it. And, like, what the fuck is – like, that? That's this is a cultural moment of Salomon's and denim skirts and cargo skirts. And interesting, is it not? Fascinating, is it not? Um – and I wanted to explore that until I realized I, you know, you know. But Salomon's are interesting to me because they really do say something because I don't know that many people that are casually wearing hiking shoes unless you're in the know and you know that to wear Salomon's is to be like, I listen to techno music. And I, if I have not gotten into Bergheim, I hope that one day I will be able to. And it's interesting. It's a calling card. You know, shoe culture. Adidas Sam is another one. And that's a great divide. That's a Romeo and Juliet thing. He wears Salomon's, she wears Adidas Sambas. Can I make it more, any more obvious? I guess, what's the art part of arts and culture? Uh, recently I looked at a painting and I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. 
Mm. I've actually started watching The Sopranos, which I have to say, and I started watching it because, by the way, hold on, pause. So I've been watching The Sopranos because my mum watched The Sopranos and I like that we can talk about it together. Um, but I took a sabbatical from The Sopranos to watch The Bear. And oh my God, are Italian people just like that? Like that's, wow. I've really been getting into Italian culture. Um, but I've now watched three episodes of The Sopranos, which as someone with ADHD, huge, huge. You can't imagine, huge. Um, and I have to say, unfortunately, like I was, I was hoping I'd watch it and I could be sort of, enjoy it, but be critical, but X, but Y. Um, but unfortunately, it just, it fucking is actually the greatest show I've met. It's, no, look, I can't say that yet because I don't know how they're going to wrap up everyone's character arcs and, like, whatever, but, like, whoa, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. It's phenomenal, and it's really funny. I like shows that can can be funny. Again, like, I have been a huge Succession diehard since I watched it in 2019, and then my brother got chickenpox and then gave it to me and then felt bad about giving it to me so when we were both quarantining I made him watch it and then we both got into it um and I really enjoy the show um but it it kind of fell off in terms of being enjoyable and funny and fun um so comparing that to The Sopranos I like things that can have a really good balance because I feel like there's nothing in life that's inherently dramatic that actually isn't comedic. You can write something like that, but then it's not going to reflect reality. But anyway, that's cool. I I really want a Garfield lava lamp. I really like um, old merchandise, particularly merchandise they used to make for Zoloft and Prozac, the companies themselves, Big Pharma used to make a bunch of merch, which that's so fun. eBay's the greatest. eBay, home of culture. Um, my other favorite things of the month include uh, the creaming soda Pepsi Max, which can be found at Daily Market for $4.25. That shit's crazy. Um, other faves, yo, oh, I'm getting a call. Oh my God, my auntie's calling me. Hey, what's up? Check on my favorite meat. <laughs> I'm Why actually, nothing, to be up? nothing, and I actually did need to talk to you, but I'll talk to you after, but I'm actually, um, like two weeks ago, I saw a poster that was like, sign up for student radio, and yeah. I did, and I'm actually currently doing one of the shows well then i'll talk to you no but tomorrow. it's no but the ho the uh, my co-host like for some reason didn't show up this week so like oh sure well, so i've got yeah i've got 13 have... i've got 13 more minutes on the air yeah oh okay well i just wanted to report your cat came and slept with me last night and it's very he takes the whole bed up he does. He sits in the worst positions. Exactly. I'm lying across the bed. 
bed because my legs don't. I can't. I don't want to disturb him. Yeah, he loves. He really likes being in the crook of your knee, but it's like yeah. it's really uncomfortable <laughs> to sleep that way. But then I was in the bathroom and I'd shut the door. Don't ask me why, because there's no one around. And I hear this bang, bang, and it's six o'clock in the morning, and I'm terrified. Why is someone banging on the door? And then I realised it was Jackson. Damn. He was banging the door to tell me he wanted breakfast. He is a scream, Sophie. He really is. Yeah. He's very much more social now. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. Interact, he talks and he yells and yeah. And then on Sun, are you live on the radio and I'm ranting on like this? Well, yeah. I was going to ask you questions, okay. but I'm also entertained by this. Okay. And then on Sunday night, I came home after playing cards and he was waiting on the front steps for me. Yeah, he does that too. He does that too. He was so sweet. And then he came in and, you know, like he's talking to me and I wouldn't, I don't want to let him out at night if I can possibly help it. Mm. So so he's stuck inside and Lily and Frankie I just threw out because my friend is coming to look at my furniture, which is really not so convenient. But anyway, I'm going home now to to meet with her. And tomorrow I'll help Harry pack and make him dinner. And I insisted that he's Harry, Sophie's brother. This is who I'm (laughs) I um, insisted that he sleeps at your house because I don't want to go and try and pick him up. And then you know what he's like. He'll he'll never be ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will take him to work. And um, yeah, so, but I miss you. And I thought I haven't spoken to you for so long. Yeah, I also, I was going to call you. But I didn't know when you were at work or not. Well, I work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, but today I gave myself an early month because I've caught up everything. There's not anything outstanding in HealthLink, email, fax, or or, what else is there? Email, fax, HealthLink, email, fax, or mail. I've done everything. Huge. Oh, yeah, well. Maria said, don't brag. I said, I'm not bragging. I'm it's just not bragging, dude. <laughs> it's being so, proud of yourself. Yeah, your father's thrilled. He's my best friend now. On Friday night, Harry said, you go and wake up your father. You're like, go and wake up, Rob. He's your bestie. I said, oh, all right, Harry. No, no, it's, it's actually improved our relationship like night and day. Yeah, yeah. So that's really good. So tell me about you. Let's tell the listeners about you. Yeah, well, all right. Uh, The show I'm doing. You you sound good. Are you feeling better? Like more energy? Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you signed up for radio. That's I love radio. I listen to the radio all the time. Sweet. Um, Yeah. How's you? It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Good. This, yeah, well, this show is the Waronai Arts and Culture um, oh, okay. show, yeah. Well, shall, we discuss, shall we discuss culture or arts? What would you like to discuss? Yeah, take your pick. Um, you, uh, how much of 9-11 have you been watching? I'm a bit disturbed. How much 9-11? Oh, I've been hugely into 9-11. No, because I was talking to mum uh, a couple of weeks ago about how, like, there's, like, the one week a year where you get, like, if you're someone that is interested in 9-11, um, there's oh, one week a year nine. that's, like, Christmas because it's, like, they all come out on the anniversary yeah. of 9-11. Um, Have you ever watched on Fox News when they read out all the names? 
no. very moving as well. No. On, on Fox News, which is not my favourite news channel, but at sort of between 8.30 and 9.15 every year, they read out every name and mm. a bell rings for each person. It's very moving. Yeah. I mean, I just don't want you to become disturbed by it. No. You know? No. I'm not disturbed. You're not disturbed? Well, I'm appropriately. I'm, I'm disturbed an appropriate amount. Good. I don't want you to become obsessed with it. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it could be, you know, like, I mean, this is now speaking as someone, we were talking about it today. I remember I, I was listening to the radio at about 10.30 at night trying to go to sleep when I hear news flash, a plane has flown into one of the World Trade Centre towers. And at the beginning, they thought it might have been like a small plane. They didn't really have many details. Mm. And then as it started to, and then straight away I turned on CNN because I thought I have to watch it. And then I was watching everything happening in real time. Yeah, well, that's the craziest thing. That's that's always been the craziest thing is that, like... like Real time? Yeah. And you know what? I, I had to get a... Um, your grandmother had to give me a sedative because I could not sleep. I was so kind of freaked out by what was going yeah. on. It was really disturbing. Like, people were just... They couldn't believe what had happened. Yeah. You know, and then you see the people that they had to walk to Brooklyn or whatever, and we had relatives. One of our relatives, his child worked in the World Trade Centre, but for whatever reason that day he didn't go to work. I mean, we knew people that worked there and we were very worried that something might have happened to them, you know? Yeah. And then and then I met, when I was in New York, we were sitting in a cafe and we spoke to it. We were down, like, around Chelsea, and we spoke to someone in a cafe and we said, oh, were you here when, you know, 9-11? And she said she couldn't go home for months. She was only allowed to go home to pick up her hat and some possessions because her house was not, you know, habitable. It was, it was very interesting, you know, to hear it like an, uh, from first hand for someone that was directly affected. It was terrible, a terrible time. I mean, the world's never been the same, I'm sorry to say. Mm. It's not. Yeah. Well, I haven't, have I seen you since I came back from America? Um, did when did you come back? Uh, 17th, 19th of June. 19th of June, 19th. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did because you were still in Sydney. I was in Sydney because until like I the think, end of July. I think America's completely stuffed now, mm. especially after COVID. Culturally like, speaking. Sorry? I'm saying culturally speaking because this is the war on our arts and culture. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Culturally speaking, absolutely. Then it's not the same country. And the people are not the same either, a lot of them. It's all about the, you know, the almighty dollar and chasing you mm. for it. It's not very nice. Mm. So. Well, we've got I five minutes. Been... We've got five minutes left until I'm, I'm wrapping up the show. Okay. So if there's any. Right. Okay. Speaking. Did you see Barbie has earned a, mil- a billion dollars? I have. I haven't seen Barbie yet. I want to and go yet. and see it. Speaking as an original Barbie owner from the mid-60s or mid to late-60s, I had a Barbie set where you could take, it was Barbies had different wigs and you could do her hair. And so you had a bald Barbie and then you put on the different wigs for different outfits. Sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds fun. Um... 
what have you seen lately that you enjoyed? Hello? Hello? We'll hold for a brief intermission to see if Joanne comes back. Hello? That's crazy. Well, I enjoyed that. Com oh, okay, and she's gone. Interesting conversation about 9-11. I was saying my mum that, and it's awful, it's almost upon us. It's a weekend that's like Christmas if you enjoy 9-11 documentaries because um, on the anniversary of 9-11, they always release. Um, and they're really interesting. I, oh, 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 and she's back. Hey, lost you. Sorry, I just drove up Old South Head Road and I lost the, the phone call. Random. Very random. Very random. Um, what were we talking about? Barbie. Yeah, I'm going to go and see it. Oh, The Lincoln Lawyer. Have you watched that? Uh, no, I haven't. It's amazing. Oh, what an idiot. Oh, excuse me. The woman stands in the middle of the driveway. Makes it very hard to drive in. Yeah. Hey, you haven't watched a Lincoln Lawyer? Oh, mm. Amazing. And I'll tell you what I did watch, which is a little bit off the spectrum. I watched Atypical. Have you seen that? Uh, I've heard of it. It's excellent. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. And then I also watched something, again, very kind of left of centre called Perfect. Mm. About a gay guy with cerebral palsy trying to fit into the normal world. It was really good. Sweet. <laughs> really interesting. Well, um, I actually do need to call you back because I need to ask you about something else. But okay. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. But thank you for being uh, a guest on the show. Well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's super interesting. Anyway, all right. Talk, call me back when you when you're able to. Uh, I'm just at home now. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, well, there you have it. That was the annoying episode of Moreno Arts and Culture. Um, what a challenge. What a challenging experience. I think we've all grown a lot since five o'clock today. Um, I certainly have. I want to thank Joanne Adler for helping me out with that last bit because uh, she can just talk. And really interesting commentary on 9-11. Um, I guess in review, we talked about Salomons. We talked about Aldi. Talked about Animal Farm briefly. I'm still regretting that comment. Um, we enjoyed some dead air together. And that's quite nice. Well, happy Tuesday. And I'm going to have to think of a sign-off for next time. Night.